Hello, how are you doing? My name is Dolly Barker, and I just want to thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, I want to keep you encouraged to be able to go in and possess your promised land. And so um, follow me. Follow me regularly on, on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, and <clears throat> YouTube and on podcasts and stuff so that I can keep you motivated on a weekly basis. Um, also, if you would like to get our um, newsletter, you can just email me or message me your um your email address, and we'll get you added to that list. It's pretty informative. Um, I just wanted to talk to you a day about receiving the promises of God, because that seems to be a huge hindrance to people, and I wanted to talk about why that is. You know, the Bible tells us that um, when you are trying to believe for something, that you have to have faith in God, that God is true, that God is who God says he is, that, that you've been given the God kind of faith. You're, you're created in his image, and there is things that he wants you to do that's going to take faith. But a lot of times what happens is we get, we get saved, we get on fire for God, we get moving forward, everything's great, things are rocking. But the next thing you know, we get into a little bit of a routine. We, all of a sudden, we just start going to church now. We're just going to church. And then, you know, that becomes harder and harder to do. You know, the enemy comes against you in such slow, quiet little ways until you don't even realize that's what's happening. I mean, he lulls you into a place of ineffective Christianity. He lulls you into a place, and he's totally blaming the whole thing on you and God. He's telling you, you know, well, God's got to do a work in you first. Oh, God's got to clean you up here, and oh, you've done this, and so God's going to make you grow and figure that out, and <clears throat> you are going to grow. The Word of God is going to help grow you, but God is not withholding the promises of God from you while you grow. Let me explain. In the Bible, in Mark eleven twenty three, it says, Verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he'll have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever you desire when you pray, believe you receive them, and you shall have them. You know, I say, several times, you know, I'll be praying about something, and I'll be asking God for something, and he'll say, I've already done it. You know, the thing about that is, then I have to go about and, and receive it. I have to be able to receive what God has already done. When you prayed and asked God in faith, God released your answer to you. But the enemy comes in and starts all this, well, you know, you messed up. Well, you know, you've got these problems. And once you get a handle on this, well, God's trying to grow you up. He's trying to strengthen you. He's trying to encourage you. He's trying to get you you know, over here and doing this, and um, he don't want you using this on your list. Listen, stuff is not going to change who you are. God does not care if you have stuff. There are things that you need in order to do what it is you're called to do. There are things that you need in order just to make it in this earth realm. Golly, if the enemy has his way, he'll get you broke and busted and hungry. You know, but in the name of Jesus, you have power of attorney because the Lord God has put his name in you. Every time you say something or do something on this earth, you are literally speaking for God. You can have what you desire. Just believe. 
You know, the enemy has so many tactics, and one of them is, well, you know, you sinned. Well, you know, Jesus Christ died on that cross to pay for sin. So sin is not being imputed to you right now. He has made you the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're in right standing with God. You're exactly where you need to be. Jesus purchased that for you. Thank God. That's some of that stuff you can't do on your own. What you need to do is figure out what is it you're praying about and then fight to get it to manifest today. He's not withholding anything from you. Everything that's not already manifested in your life is because there's something else hindering it. Either you're wrong thinking or the enemy is withholding your stuff. And I'm going to tell you right now, if it's the enemy withholding your stuff, he just told you, speak to that mountain. I speak to lack. I speak to hindrances. I speak to debt. I speak to these mountains that are in your life and I command them to be removed, to get out of the way. You are here on this earth. God has sent you here. You know, the Bible says the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has he given to the, to the children of men. He has given the earth to us. This is our heaven. This is our place of rule and dominion and, and, and leadership. You know, I hear so many people saying, when we get to heaven, when we get to heaven, Jesus literally prayed, Father, do not take them out of the world. He literally prayed for that. But he said for us to be able to live here and do what we're called to do here. He wanted God to help us. So he sent us the Holy Spirit. This is our domain. This is our realm. And everything in this realm should be going your way. The church is not some mealy-mouthed little defeated chumps sitting on the side bench watching the world live life. We are to dominate, to replenish, to supplant, to subdue, to occupy. We are supposed to be having complete and total dominion over this natural realm. So I want to encourage you. Take authority. Take authority. Make it work. Use your words. Stay in faith. Don't allow the enemy to lull you into some reason why God is withholding something from you because that is not happening. He has already done it. You just can't see it. Why can't you see it? What mind-blinding spirits are dealing with you? What enemy has talked you into the fact that you are not worthy to receive? Listen, Jesus Christ, for what he done on that cross... The Bible says he is worthy to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessings. That's over in Revelation 5, um, 12. Listen, that's the package that Jesus purchased for you. You're in Christ. Whatever he's worthy to receive, you are worthy to receive. That is who you are. And so I want to encourage you today. You're sent here on this earth to obtain things and to occupy and to possess things for the kingdom of God. So every time you get a new pair of tennis shoes, the kingdom of God just expanded a little bit more. Every time you get a new car, the kingdom of God just added to our possessions. Everything that the church is possessing, it strengthens the kingdom of God, unless it's a bunch of debt, and y'all ought to have more sense than that. So what we got is we've got um, 
a lot of people that are not accomplishing anything because they don't think it's spiritual. Let me tell you something. This is one of the most spiritual things you're going to ever do is to advance the kingdom of God by dominating and by possessing the world. That is one of the most spiritual things you can possibly do. If you're called by God to run a business, then you ought to have the biggest, best business. You ought to have the largest, most expanding business. You ought to be possessing greater and greater regions and areas. It ought to be happening that way. In the name of Jesus, that's what ought to be happening. If you are in the arts department, well, you ought to be dominating. You ought to be so famous right now that everybody knows who you are and nobody has to introduce you. That is the will of God for your life. And what you've got to do is you've got to quit playing with this thing and letting the enemy steal everything from you. Every day that he steals from you is a day you can't get back. But we're sitting around and why, God, why? God didn't do any of it to you. Nothing. Nothing evil comes from God. And he's not tempting you with evil. And he's not testing you with evil. And there's no way that's God. Read the Bible. I'm telling you right now. God wants you to possess your land. He wants you to have the desires of your heart. The Bible tells us he gave you the desires of your heart. When he created you, he knew what you were coming here to do. And he gave you the desires so that you could possess your part of the kingdom to strengthen the body of Christ worldwide. When we rapture out of here, we're not going defeated. Uh, The Bible says that when we leave the earth, the people that are left here are going to give gifts to each other. They're going to be celebrating so much that we're gone because they're not going to be able to stop us or control us or manipulate us or run over us because we're going to be in charge. I'm looking for a glorified church, one that's going to bring glory and honor to God. I'm looking for a church that knows who they are and is not easily moved. I'm looking for a manifestation of the sons of God where we're walking in power and authority. Listen, if you're believing God for those gifts, get out and start operating in them. They're going to come because that's the desire in your heart. You're going to have to step out and know that it's going to happen when you do it because God is not a God of someday maybe. He's the God of, I already did it. He provided for you before he ever even put you on this earth. He's got stuff for you to do today. You need to get up and you need to do it. And and I don't care if you get knocked down 50 times, get up again. Do not accept no. Do not accept defeat. God wants you to go forward and obtain the promises of God. I tell you what Jesus did. He paid a great big price for it. You know, and I know you don't think, well, you're worthy. You know, you're such a sorry dog sinner. I'm telling you, that is a lie from the pit of hell. That, that religious spirit right there is what's defeating the church in large. I'm telling you what, you're not that. You are a powerful child of God. Anointed. Listen, one thing you're going to have to do, though, is you're going to have to stay in the word. In order to fight this victory, to fight this fight, to get this victory, you're going to have to stay in the word. You're going to need to get in a church somewhere that's actually teaching it. Now, now I'm not talking about playing church. I'm not talking about every sermon. It's just about how you need to improve yourself and repent some more. I'm not talking about that. Listen, we do have to change some things in our life eventually if things are out of order and it's causing us problems because you're going to want to change those things and they will change. But not until then. 
You cannot just sit around and beat yourself up all the time. What's the difference between that and some of them other religions out there where you see them walking down the road with whips beating themselves? What uh, uh, Does that bring glory and honor to God? I don't think so. I think that would make anybody with a brain stay away from God if they actually thought that that was all there was to this, that we had to repent until we're good enough. Listen, that day's never going to come. You're not going to be good enough on your own. You are not going to get your habits under control on your, on, by yourself. You are not going to be able to break those iniquities off yourself by yourself. You are not. I'm, I'm sorry. You're not. And you know, you can act a certain way all you want to. You can, if you're an apple, you can paint yourself orange and go walking around looking like an orange all you want to. But I'm guaranteeing you this. Put that orange out in the middle of the street and let a car run over it and apple juice is coming out. It's, it's easy to act like you've got it together when everything's going good. But there's going to come a day when you're going to get crushed. And when you do, the real you's coming out. And then the shame and guilt and condemnation because you've been living a lie. Don't live a lie. Be yourself and start obtaining the promises of God. I want to I want to set you free from that. God has a work for you to do and he's not waiting on you to clean yourself up first. That's why he sent Jesus. I'm not winking at sin and I'm not saying it's okay to give an occasion to your flesh because I'll guarantee you every every little inch that you give to the devil, oh he's going to run with it and it's going to be it's going to be harder on you. He's going to he's going to take every advantage of every weakness you have. And he's going to try to upset your plan and ruin you and bring you down. So I'm not saying that at all. But I'm saying if you think you've got to wait until you're perfect, and if you think that possessing the promised land is a sin, you're never going to be able to obtain what God's got for you. And that's just straight up the truth. God has more for you than what you're experiencing right now. And if you don't believe me, pray about it. Ask God to reveal it to you. If, if, if you're wrong, he'll show you the truth. And then if, you, if you're just insistent that this is not the truth, I want you to pray for me. There's no benefit in my life for me to be living in a lie and a deception. If you feel like what I'm doing is wrong, please take it to the Father and pray for me. Because guess what he can do? He can reveal it to me and I'll change. But I've been doing this a long time and I'm telling you this is where God has brought me. And I ain't backing down no more. And I want the answers to my prayers today. And any thought that I have that's contrary to me receiving what God has for me is going to be cast down. And I certainly am not thinking for five seconds that God has somehow withheld something to teach me some lesson or to do some big development in my life. He did everything he needed to do on the cross. And he sat down. And he's waiting for one of us to get up and believe what he said and go forward and possess the land. Man, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about what the church is doing right now on the earth. I'm excited about the growth. I'm excited about the people rising up and taking their position of leader and authority and taking over their communities and taking back over their churches and taking back over their, their neighborhood and their streets and their homes and getting their lives in order and getting their lives headed in the direction that God wants them to go in. I'm excited about it. And I tell you what, we're just beginning. The move of God coming in this earth is incredible. It's already started. God's already done it. We just have to line up and get, in, get, in, get on board with it. We got to believe what God said is true. I'm very excited about it. Listen, I want to keep you encouraged. I want to connect with you. So, you know, send me your, um, send me your uh, email address and I'll, I'll get you some information. Um, I'm, I'm real excited about this ministry God's got me starting here. And I want you to be a part of it with me. 
Let's do this thing, man. Let's tell the world some truth. Amen. Um, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, YouTube, and on my podcast, everywhere you can. And um, I'm excited about what God's going to do in my life and yours. And I want to thank you for listening. God bless you big, and I'll talk to you soon.